what's the story, folks? And welcome back to the Art Saddle Podcast. I am your host and the best host, Keenan Flannery. And here with me is the legend, none other than Copper Kelly. Hey, hello. How's it going? How's it going? I, I take exception now to that, Keenan. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I gave you a big uh, amp up, you know what I mean? I you did, yeah. Up, I kind of, so. Yeah, uh, a bare face slap or whatever you call it a backhanded slap there a backhanded slap backhanded compliment <laughs> that's wasn't it, it? Backhanded that, that's compliment. the one that's the one yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I always yeah. do that I've done this with you a few times yeah, where I yeah, amp yeah. you up and then throw a nice little that's stab true. in so you, you don't really get time to kind keep, of keep, we keep each other grounded I suppose in a way if, whatever you say yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to think of something to come back at you at now but I, I get when you least expect it so I'm not going to do it now I'll be waiting yeah but anyway, um, yes, so welcome to the podcast. I um, hope you're doing well, Copper, and I hope all you folks at home are doing well. Um, before we start, uh, I think uh, the old man himself will tell you uh, ways can reach out. We've gotten um, a bit of a, a bit of chats back and forth with a few people um, yeah. in terms of the Patreon and um, all that fun stuff. And so if any of you listen out there, um, you should reach out. You should tell us what you want us to talk about who we should have on, any games or any fun things, maybe reviews or films or songs you want us to check out. But um, how did they do that, Copper? Tell them. Yeah. So if you want to find us on the socials, you can go over to our Facebook and Instagram. It's the Art Saddle Podcast. And uh, we have our email. If you want to email us in your stories, your requests, your ideas, your feedback, whatever you want, uh, it's the at gmail.com. And then we have our Patreon. Uh, so that's where you can get bonus episodes and uh, hopefully a lot more goodies in the future. We'll, we'll develop as we go. And that's uh, patreon.com forward slash the Art Saddle Podcast. And of course, we have a few Patreons there. We have Rob and we have Carol. Shout out to Rob and Carol as always. Shout out. You're about legends. Um, yeah. yeah um, you're just heroes. Uh, Carol has been back and forth with us. Um, leaving really lovely comments and she has uh, she's always sharing us up and she's wonderful so lots of love to you dear she's and, a great uh, support absolutely great support yeah yeah she uh, she shared me new music video and all it's very kind of her so. yeah yeah fair play to her fair play to her that's it and um, yeah so what have you been that Keenan I would say we, we are a little late with this episode this week but we've both been very busy I suppose you could say um, I've been working on a <laughs> A secret acoustic project. I say no more until it's ready to go. Uh, keep tuned, I guess. But uh, Keenan, you've been working away in the in the film industry. The film oh, I have. Movie I like business. that. Tinseltown. Tinseltown. Yeah, I fucking I didn't realize. I, I remember when I started, I had this like glory glorified vision of like what I thought the film industry yeah. is, and it's just like <laughs> late, like long days, no sleep in the rain, long like days. just standing in crap. But um, a lot of waiting around. Hurry up and lot, wait. A lot of waiting around to die, as they say. <laughs> waiting around but, um, to die. It's uh, it's fun. I I walked on. I was working on a big enough production, um, last week. Uh, I was doing a COVID officer job. Just every two days, everyone on site had to be tested. So you're just going to make sure, making sure everyone's tested, um, making sure everyone's wearing masks. Hand sanitizers if they need it, uh, making sure people are getting that temperature checked and getting wristbands if they did, and 
Odalak, and then on Sunday to uh, Sunday to Tuesday, I don't. I was doing sound on a short called Family Man, and that should be. Uh, it should be out soon, but I'm sure. Look, when everything starts coming out, I'll uh, I'll let you know on the podcast yeah. and all. If anyone's listening, you can watch it and see my great, great boom work. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, you don't see it. If it's good boom work, you, don't, you shouldn't I, see it coming I mean, in from the top of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I'm trying to it. get it. Uh, it's like my extra role in the extras. It'll be like boom, yeah. Keenan Flatley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, five minute thirty two, you see the little boom come in at the top. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's made. Uh, but it, now it's it's been good. It's been good. I've gotten no sleep. Um, I'm running off fumes. Like, but it, you know, I think, and it's like any job. I think you can agree with me on this one. Do you know when you're constantly doing, mm-hmm. and even if you're running off fucking like, like three four hours sleep a night, you can still do it. But the the minute you get a day off. And you have a proper sleep. You're more tired. Yeah. <clears throat> like I'm bollocks today because I yeah, got yeah. like a really good sleep, and I got up and I just been like a zombie. But like every other day, I'm like up and out, and I'm tired. But I'm like, I'm fucking like I just do it. So um. So you're liable to say anything today in the podcast. Well, I'm liable to say anything <laughs> every fucking That's the best time. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Most days, I thought I say. Like four or five things that just shouldn't come out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Who gives a bollocks anyway? Yeah. But that's the thing. What you're saying, like, yeah, as soon as you're going and you're working and you're keeping going, you're not thinking about it. You, you just you have the energy just to keep going. And then as soon as you sit down and stop, you're like, you're gone. You're yeah, just yeah your body out. like goes into like <laughs> fucking like shutdown mode. Yeah, but it goes into like fight or flight. You know what mm. I mean? When you're like just walking it's like well like you're not gonna stop so we might as well keep going kind of way yeah but we're doing grand we're doing grand um, that was my week um, stuff and in the bonus episode I will talk more about the film shoot um, mm-hmm. drop some uh, names perhaps and maybe 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 yeah. I don't know how, <laughs> how um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say yeah. <laughs> but no yeah um no, we'll chat. We'll chat about it. We'll chat about it. Yeah. Um, so if you're on the Patreon, as we said, um, shout out to the two legends that um, uh, are following us now on the Patreon. Um, give them an L name drop there, cover. Rob from Monsterfuls Podcast and Ooh. Carl Lewis as well. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and if you want a shout out on the podcast and you want to have, um, yeah, you want to you can reach out and decide what we we it will uh, what we talk about on the podcast. I can't speak. <laughs> just your brain talking. kind of try to figure things out. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not getting there. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking uh, tired. It's okay, man. It's all good. It's all good. But um, it's like it's like that. You ever see that clip of him? Uh, was it like Ozzy Osbourne? And he's yeah. like, I, I am. Um, what was it? I was like, are you drunk now? And he goes like. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always love that little meme. Uh, him just sitting in the sitting room and the phone rings in the background. And he's just looking around. What the fuck is that? Ozzy's <laughs> <laughs> uh, some legend. Actually, I heard something recently that Ozzy 
has some sort of mutation in his DNA that allowed him to take so much stuff, let's say, over the years that would normally have killed a normal man probably four or five times over. He has that genetic makeup that allows him to take on so much of the, the drugs and alcohol over the years. He's like a mutant. <laughs> it's crazy. He's like a <laughs> he's like a session mutant. Yeah. He's still going. Fair play to him. Um, Fair play to him indeed. Yeah. Fair play to him. But I suppose, that guy that guy looks like a drug. You know what I mean? He looks like a drug. <laughs> he looks like a drug. Whatever yeah. he's doing with his life, fucking fair play to you, pal. Yeah. If Ozzy is listening. <laughs> sure he is, of course. And uh, yeah, so yeah. listening there, yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's let's have a look at the old uh, music news. Up we do the drunken sailors. Cheers. Are you drunk with tiredness? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, fuck. Yeah, That's cool. probably, we should have. We should episode. have a beer. We should bring a beer in, shouldn't we? Yeah, I suppose it's only well, ten to four in the afternoon. Ah, look. It's five o'clock somewhere, as Alan Jackson used to say. Um, but <laughs> um, so, do you have any news? I have a few bits and pieces. Do you want to have a look up oh, some of yours first, or don't throw it to me? You, you go for it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Um, no, you go for it. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Come on. I, I oh, fucking know not the <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a good episode. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... We have new, I suppose, with the whole COVID thing. Um, oh, if anyone Andy, isn't what, if anyone Andy. isn't watching oh, the, the I, video, I did a quotation. I didn't mean to do <laughs> okay. a tinfoil hat head over here just went oh, quote COVID <laughs> with the Bilderbergs <laughs> and Bilderbergs. The Hillary Clintons. Yes. Um, so anyway, that's I don't know why I did the quotation marks because it is you know whatever. But anyway, the Irish music scene. Um, it's kind of allowed to make music now again, but only outdoors and to a gathering of 200 people. And uh, what do you what do you make of that situation? Where we can't it's even... a load of bollocks, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what he said. It's a load of bollocks. You can cram 25,000 people in the fucking crowd bag. Yeah, yeah. But you can't get like, you can't have like 50 people in an extremely well COVID friendly environment like Walkman are you talking about there's a, a tweet that went out by the, the Gaiety Theater Theater um, did you see that no the, the Gaiety Theater uh, said um, travel update to the 50 people attending today's matinee in the Gaiety please allow extra time to travel as there are 24,000 people travelling to Crow Park <laughs> <laughs> hashtag That's save the arts Oh man, it's it's just mm, fucking ridiculous, is, isn't it? That is so fucking funny. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, like you know for a fact when you go to the fucking crow pack, like there will be COVID restrictions in place, but at the same time, people—it's such a big crowd that it's hard to really be strict on COVID restrictions. That I'm sure people are. Yeah. mingling a bit more but if you have a place like my prime example is the main room of Walkman's which you can fit like that they, they were doing gigs where they were fitting 50 people in there yeah. like tables 
every well, well space apart, table service. And uh, yeah, they shut that down because it was a health risk, apparently. Um, mm. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's a lot of fucking, a lot of bollocks. Like the, yeah, it's just, even like, even those 200 people are expecting the pubs to then hire more staff to go out and police each table. You can't, you can't inter- intermingle between tables and, uh, you know, queue. You can't have food unless there's a, queue, a, a potential safe queue area. And if not, then there's table service. And then there's like, it's just, even just opening up a bar and having it outside and having drinks outside, you're supposed to, you know, like this, um, you know, 17 or 18 year old bar barman is supposed to police and like bounce and make sure that you have your COVID cert. And it's just, it doesn't make practical sense in real life situation. And then, well, look, it would be fine if they had funding aside to help hmm. with the training and hiring. Yeah. But if you even, if you think the bad's are bad, Think about it in terms of like a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Like they technically, you technically now for it to be like viable, you kind of need a bouncer at a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not, they're not getting funding to hire someone. Yeah. There's just an example of that now. There's a a local pub down in the little village down the road. It's a tiny village like, and they have an outdoor area. But on a Saturday afternoon, you see these two big burly bouncers standing outside this little tiny village pub, you know, making sure people are, you know, getting in and out like, and it's like, what's the, you know, what's the crack with that? Like, what's the financial uh, feasibility of it? And that, you know, that kind of thing. It's just too much of a a burden on on places. Um, Oh, the crap. But um, yeah. then you have the like of, you know, there's people giving out about obviously not being able to play outside. And sure, you know, the weekend, they announced it last weekend and people are going, oh, great, we'll go out and play. And then obviously it was like a really wet weekend. So if you were right to go out and play a gig, whether, you know, our guitars, our PA system, our pedals or whatever we're using, open to the elements, like, how are we going to do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Bring around <laughs> a little like- marquee with us. But then, if you have a marquee, does that change restrictions then again? Or what the fuck? That's not. It's like a lot of pubs. I mean, it's set up to have a stage indoors, like, you know? And yeah. a lot of them don't have stuff outside. Yeah. And the places that do have... You can't rely on the Irish weather in any way No, you can't. Yeah. You know, and if, if, if anyone has places outside, like, if you have any, any pubs that have, like, a designated outdoor area that has a stage... It's not like it wouldn't be like financially viable for them at the moment to be hiring musicians in every week no. to play to like probably not 200 people. You know, let's be honest, like it's yeah. probably like 50 you know, to 100 max mm. on a busy day. Because if you have you if, if, like, have you ever been in a place like have you ever been in a bar that has an outdoor area? During COVID, that can like safe, safely, quote unquote, house 200 people. No. No, no, no small, fucking, like. <laughs> no bar has that. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah, made yeah. this? And you know what it's I love? like a back I, alley or a little kind of a, a tiny yard out the back that they've converted into a, a, you know, a smoking area or a beer garden. Then like, mm. and what I loved, I, so I loved the audacity of the government to like, 
wank themselves off over. Look at us. We're great. Yeah. We're great. Like, shut You're up. Giving back to you people. And little fucking, people. Little people. Fucking yeah. big square head on them. Fucking hell. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Load of shower of bastards they are. In their suits and their fucking, fucking yak dances. Do you know what I mean? Yak and, dances? Yak dances. You ever see that? You ever see that joke no. Bill Burr says where he's like Hillary Clinton? Dresses up like a yak and dances underneath a mountain with like a Bilderbergs. <laughs> <You ever see? laughs> That's all governments are. It's just a lot of people that wear like goat skins and like like sacrifice children and stuff. I don't mm, know. Bohemian Grove kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, we're getting yeah. deep now. <laughs> we are. We are. We are. What's your, do you think uh, Madeleine McCann was good enough? Jesus. That's that's a, that's a different podcast altogether. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what about what about music? What about Epstein? Oh, what do you think of Epstein? <laughs> back to, no, but I think back to music. Like, yeah, it's just crazy that we we can't even have two hundred people outside. We're up in Belfast. Um, I think it was when was it? Though? Fontaine's DC played. Yeah, it was at Falls Park in Belfast. It had ten thousand people in open air event, and they had um. You, know, you had your testing going in and out or whatever. That can be done down here too. But just they don't want to think about it. And they're only going to think about implementing a roadmap at the end of August, at the end of this month. Um, yeah, well, you think you know, about it. doesn't mean it. anything still. Take time. Yeah, no, take your time. Take time. No, no problem. It's like, like what, 500 days? I see an article there of, by, was it, nine or nine? It's like, we're, you know, musicians are... You know, you know, professional full-time musicians have been out of work for the last 500 days almost and with no view to reopening or, re, you know, getting back to work. And then there was the whole, you know, the whole concert or the whole um, campaign during the, during the COVID to, um, you know, re, re-skill. It's like, was it the picture of the ballerina? It's like, Julie is a ballerina, but now she's going to become a coder or something like this. You know what I mean? Just uh, shower of bastards. <laughs> shower of fucking leading shoe bag. Mm. But anyway. See, I tell you one thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you're popping them off. Fucking hell. I tell you one thing, right? It's just, just a load of shoe, really. That's all it is. It's just <laughs> this a is load the podcast, too. Shares a shower of bastards. Lots of shite. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know. Like, it's weird because they're like bipolar. Do you know what I mean? They're like, at times, they're like really, really strict on the restrictions. But yet, like, like, <laughs> like there's a great spot in town called Georgia Street Arcade and you have to wear a mask to walk through it. Yeah. Because even though it's like, the, it's a, it's a, like a laneway, it has like a shelter. Oh, yeah. It's loads of shops in it. You have so to walk through it. Kind of inside almost. Yeah, kind of. So yeah. You have no more, you have to wear a mask walking through it. Yeah. But if you sit down for a coffee in the lane, oh fucking you're actually ducking below the COVID when you oh, sit yeah. down. Yeah. So you're kind of like you're you're <laughs> safe, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's like I don't know. Like, then you had sure what's the pawn and fried karat, some sort of a an outdoor event or whatever that they had it was well over 50 people I had anyway apparently <laughs> uh, it's just uh, you know one rule to suit them and one rule for everyone else kind of thing but, that's um, it yeah. they do their own thing and I think um, I think the only way like and I, have a, I have a mate of mine that's 
had a pen, you know, this um, like unite kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's United Ireland, it. is it? And I, <laughs> hey, hey! Shout out to you. Heather, we were up in North there last yeah. time. <laughs> so, I was forced to go up to Derry oh, against yeah. me will. You know, listen to the, the orange rest. The orange, mar- um, the drums out the back. Yeah. <laughs> we were in Armagh, we were nowhere near Derry. Yeah, they were all out of tune, they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, what he was saying, it's like, you know, the rise up Ireland, you know, which is like the anti-lock thing. Oh, yeah. And look. Oh, it's, it's like a, too nice now, but. <laughs> we are on too nice, yeah. I'm trying to watch. Talking like, eggshells. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever you believe, whether you believe this is a hoax or you believe, you know, these people are mad or you believe, whatever you believe. But like, one thing he said was like, like, they're doing gigs at the moment. Like, they Ireland Unite are doing gigs like un, like uh, unregistered kind of festivals and stuff and they're doing it because they're like look we, we have to make as artists we have to make our own roadmap yeah. because we're not getting anything can't wait for these politicians to do it They're yeah so in a way I'm kind of going okay like you know what there's a bit of truth in that like no because it's kind of ironic people people like People are giving out about politicians not helping. But like, you know, when when have they ever? Mm, yeah. You know that kind of way? It's not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're not giving me a rope. Yeah, it's like, they don't care. Like, they don't care. Like, obviously, don't... they want to get voted in so they won't say it, but they're doing everything they can to be like, look, we don't really care so you can keep complaining. Yeah. So that's why people are like, well, we need to do something now. Yeah. You know, kind of way. Um. Just well, like, I, okay. I've no party affiliation with anyone. I don't. I don't like any of them out there. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I grew. I grew up in Ireland when the whole thing about brown envelopes and all that thing was a big thing. So I've just like this inherent distrust now of any fucking politician. Growing, mm-hmm. you know, um, from all that crap I heard when I was a kid, um, and try. They're all. I think they're all just looking out for themselves. They all want to get reelected. They all want to just get their pension. To, they want to secure their pensions. Or pensions. Fickin' plural pensions sometimes. <laughs> yeah. A few of them are on two or three pensions. No bother at all. We'll pay for you. No problem. You enjoy your, your fickin' yacht and your, your, your country house there. <laughs> it's kind of you your second enjoy your third yacht house, and like, your country house. Don't, don't mind it. us. Like, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just... Shower a wanker's Ted. Jeez, you look like your man from Star Wars there now. So the guy... Uh, Played the Mandalorian. He's in Game of Thrones. You look the spitting image of him. Let He's in Narcos. You know that guy? <laughs> the mustache. Just the way you look there now. Anyway, I'll, I'll see if I, I can get a picture and put up on the screen. Pedro. Pedro. <coughs> Pedro. Pedro must. I can't think of his name now. But uh, yeah, you look it up there. Uh, but, Welcome yeah, to Pedro. A, a psychotherapy <laughs> evidence-based Pedro has been informed psychotherapy practice for 21 years. That's not what I'm thinking. Pedro Pascal. That's him. Pascal? You look the spitting image of him. Pascal. He's a... No, the man, he's so cool. He was um, the, the fella <laughs> there from um, Dorne in Game of Thrones. That's it, he? yeah, yeah. He, he got his head crushed by the... That's spoiler alert for all the people that haven't spoiler seen it now. Spoiler alert for the thing that's... 
five years old now at this stage or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're on the video, you might see what I'm, I'm, th- I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll get on to the next news. We'll, we'll stop giving out about the government for a while. And uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? About the uh, Whitney Houston hologram is taking up residency in Las Vegas. Um, well, I just want to get your thought on holograms because this is a full <laughs> show of Whitney Houston. Obviously, she's dead. Uh, has been there for a few years. It'd be fu- it'd be funny if she wasn't. They just decided <laughs> like, well, we can't get her. She's too expensive. So we yeah. just we got a hologram. Just get a projector. And, yeah, but like the whole show is her a, proje- uh, a projection of her a hologram holographic projection, and she has there's actually like live dancers and stuff. But the whole show is literally you know you're you're watching a pre-record pre you know pre-recording of her singing songs, and uh, what's your thought on holograms because you, you're aware of that practice at yeah least. yeah I seen uh, <laughs> like before I seen anything I thought it was like one of the stupidest ideas ever and then I seen Tupac mm. um, the video of him playing in Coachello Coachello and <clears throat> Coachello <laughs> and <laughs> that's the Irish version Coachello Coachello um, but yeah he played that of his fucking his, his the projector loose matter. Yeah, his loose yeah. matter. <laughs> you know, um, and it was deadly. He looked fucking really cool. Like, it looked really cool. But, like, a residency? Yeah. yeah. What? I, I think it's cool sometimes when, you know, say if it, there's a band playing live and they have done a song with someone in the past, like some sort of collaboration, but that person is no longer there. So they're bringing on a holograph, hologram to sing that one or two songs with them. And then they go on with their gig kind of thing. That's that's pretty cool. I like that. But if it's a whole gig and you're paying probably, it's probably not going to be expensive. Or, or, you know, it's probably not going to be cheap. I mean, uh, you know, Las Vegas, probably, I don't know, $50 a ticket. I'm just pulling it out of the top of my head. But I'm just thinking that. And if you're paying $50 to basically watch, you know, uh, you might as well just buy a DVD. A YouTube video. <laughs> a YouTube video. You're watching yeah. a YouTube video. You're yeah. watching an overly priced, exaggerated <laughs> YouTube video. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, if she's taking residency, right? How many like how That's many different man- like mannerisms does she have? Yeah. Do you know? Think of the cost of the to the promoter. You'd have to keep paying the artist every gig. It's just like you pay the once off fee for the hologram and then, well, then Yeah, but like, like ching ching. <laughs> you're never gonna get a you're never gonna get a ton in customers, you know what I mean? Yeah, you see it once you've seen it, like once you've seen it, like have, exactly when was the, the when was the last when was the last time you watched like the same porn video twice? Probably haven't. Do you know what I mean? If I went out, I seen it. It's bad. I'm off to the next one. You don't go, oh, geez, that was a really interesting story. I'd love to see it again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I want to see what he is. It's just a story. You know, I've, I've gotten uh, yeah. stuck under a table. I don't know. Do you know this guy left? Oh, my oil needs to be changed. Yeah. Um, Pizza delivery. My pipes need to be cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? That, yeah, I get you. Like, where the fuck I I I don't know fuck it yeah it's a weird I, one look, like. I think it it's like it's future I remember I think it was about two weeks ago we spoke about um uh AI being able to convert yeah. and that thing convert different genres and yeah AI generated music and all this stuff and it's really interesting and it is interesting to see you know maybe go to see it and I'd love to know the backgrounds of it. 
like it, I assume it's not just set up, press a button. I assume there's a lot of like stuff happening because you can you could imagine if there was like if like there was yeah. a glitch or something and she just went, yeah. like or something really funny. Yeah. So every as far as you can see, there, there is a kind of a a teaser trailer, I guess, on YouTube where it's her. It's like a squ- her on a square in the center of the stage, and she doesn't move from that square, and she has different costumes and stuff. But there's like live dancers and there's lights around the rest of the stage. That's pretty much it, I think. Um, you pay your live dancers every night, but that's it. I'm sure they're not getting paid a huge amount. So it's a strange Whit- old one. Whitney Houston. Yeah. But then, yeah, you've had, like there has been lots of artists over the years that have been projected. Like you have Roy Orbison, you have Dio. You know, do you know Dio? No? <coughs> no. M- metal singer. Um, he's in the, you know, the Pick of Destiny. Uh, yes. That guy who's in the poster. Oh, Dio. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Fucking. <laughs> what did you guys say? <laughs> I thought you said D O. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, fair. Um, I have Elvis it. I... and Woody Holly and all these different ones, which is it's a cool idea, but not a whole show. I love just... that they took uh, like a young version of Dio. Oh, yeah. 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 Not like it. Like kind of chubby, overweight, kind of <laughs> like like uh, kind of like she comes up on the stage with like a fucking cane or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Interesting. I don't know. How I feel about that. I suppose moving on to the next bit, we have uh, another death in the music scene. Now, this is not someone I, I'm hugely familiar with. Nancy Griffith, a folk singer. Nancy Griffith. Yeah. Do you know much first? Yeah. Up at all? She, she headlined uh, the Red Ants Bands Festival two oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. The one that you were going to hopefully play. play. I'm hopefully playing it this year. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm listening to it. Some of us stuff. Uh, <clears throat> wouldn't be like, I wouldn't know terribly um, a lot about yeah. her. But what I do know is she is like definitely one of the pinnacles of like female folk music. Mm. You know, she's up there with like Joni Mitchell and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's heartbreaking. That, that was only today, wasn't it? That she died. Yeah, I think it was either thirteenth uh, of August yesterday. Yeah. Yes, okay. She's sixty-eight, and she had songs. Classics were "Love at the Five and Dime," "Outboard Plane," "Outbound Plane." Sorry, "Outbound Plane." Uh, she's done. Um, she's done duets with John Prine in the past. Yeah, and this kind of thing as well. She's done a. So, she's done a lot with. She's very talented. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. What about uh? I have a bit of news for you. Go for it. Um. See. Uh. <coughs> I'm actually. Um. Yeah. She fucking what the Britney Spears. Um. Oh, her yeah. father is resigning. Her from conservatorship. Because conservatorship. He is resigning. He has chosen to resign. Ah, yeah. You know, like, Kind of Not like he was forced out of it because yeah. she took lots of court cases against him and such. And he, this is the thing, like, I'd love to know why. Do you know that kind of way? Because she was taking court cases. Well, like, he was kind of, he was winning most of them, you yeah. know? <clears throat> and he had a lot, he was getting like, he was getting paid a lot of money from poor. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, so he, he had like complete, financial control over her of, of everything she had like so I don't think he would have been pushed out out of fear and I don't think the like the public backlash to him 
like people being like free Britney. I don't think that really bothered him either. Because nah, like, if it did, he would have. Yeah, if it did, he would have stepped out like a, a while ago. But it's weird the way it was worded. He was like, "I'm stepping down." Um. Uh. What was it? it was like, I I'm stepping down, and I hope it's a true, a smooth transition. Or something like that, he said. Yeah. I should, probably should have looked this up before I started talking on <laughs> my ass now. Um, Quality <clears throat> journalism here from the Art Saddle podcast. There you go, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not well, giving look. out, I'm not, you know, ragging on you. I'm ragging on myself as well. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, no, you can rag on me, man. You're always good with this shit. You know, know what I mean? I leave the hard stuff to you. That's why I am. Um, That's what she I said. I just, I... Uh, the times. Oh, have a have yeah. a dad joke for you. I I was literally about <laughs> to say have a dad joke. Uh, I keep we forgot about the dad jokes last time. I have one for you. Do you want to hear it? Go on. What kind of a bee can you get milk from? I don't know. A booby. <laughs> <laughs> Even the way you say it, a booby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's the way you tell him, as I say. Do you remember that fellow? He's uh, from the north. I can't remember his name now, but he goes, It's the way you tell him. No. <laughs> I've got a fucking notion who you're talking about. <laughs> well, before your time. Uh, I have a. Uh, before my time, even. <laughs> so it's ages ago. Oh, fucking centuries. I have a couple of jokes for you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let me see. Uh, why? Um, why don't? Uh, why don't they play uh, poker in the jungle? Why don't they play poker in the jungle? Because there's too many cheetahs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have another one. It's a bit longer, but okay, okay. <clears throat> so a woman goes into a tailor's, right? Right. <laughs> you can't fuck yourself. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I've gone blank. Sorry, I forgot my joke. I ruined it on you. Go on, go on, go on. A woman goes into a tailor's. Roy? Roy. And she goes up, fella. She goes, What's the story? And he's like, Ah, no, 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 nothing at all, yeah. And she goes, I'm looking for a, a jumper for me hen. And he goes, what? What are you talking about? He goes, a hen, like me hen. I'm looking for a jumper for me hen. So she, he goes, well, I don't think I have anything, but I'll go and have a look for you. So he goes in the back and he's looking around. And, you know, obviously he's not a fucking hen jumper maker. You know what I mean? He doesn't have any fucking show for that. So he goes out and he goes, sorry, love. Don't have any jumpers for your hen. And she was like, what you mean? Like, you know, you're a tailor. He's like, yeah, but don't make jumpers for hens. <laughs> and she's like, can you not just, can you not just make something? You know, use your head like. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck cigar. I'll go and have a look. So I was in the back. He's tinkering, tottering away, like messing with fabric and all this, you know, yourself. Like, and then he comes up with a great idea. So he finds a condom in his pocket. He pops a hole into the top of it, right, and goes out and gives it to her, and she goes, 
what's this for? And he goes, well, I don't have any jumpers for your hand, but here's a pullover for your cock. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. Yeah, that's close. Um, yeah, Jenny, Mac. Yeah, we kind of uh, hijacked the Britney Spears conversation with a few jokes, but I don't know. What else do you want to say about that? Because yeah, I'm going on now because I want to find find what our father said. Uh, she's been she's from a young age she became very famous and a kind of that tends not to bode well for kids that become famous kind of especially sometimes parents can take advantage of that as well and uh, doesn't it doesn't work out well for a lot of them but you have the like of uh some Macaulay Culkin I think he divorced his parents <coughs> he can do that apparently he divorced his parents know. when he was a kid yeah. like yeah yeah but um he turned out okay actually He's he's a he's a cool dude. Like he, I seen him on he lots is. of YouTube videos. He, he kind of um, he, he collaborated with um, you know, Red Letter Media or the Angry yes. Video Game Nerd. Those guys. They, he came in. He popped in on videos of them. I think it was like last year before the whole world ended. But um, and he was. I think he was on. Was he on the Joe Rogan podcast as well at one point? Or was he was on other podcasts? I can't remember. But he's he's a cool dude. Like he seems like he has his wits about him still. Anyway. A few others don't, unfortunately, like Britney and uh, I think Christina Ricci was another one, or is that I've been taking so much? No, Tora Birch, that's another one. Yeah, there's a good few, apparently. But um, poor, poor Britney had to have this um, her dad looking after her for the last however many years, basically controlling his, her life, controlling her finances, controlling what she, where she could go, what she could wear. Oh, that's kind of crack. But it says here, um, I, I didn't. Mm, this is why I said. Um, it was worded weirdly. So, Mr. Spears, and Mr. Spears intends to work with the court and his daughter's new attorney to prepare for an orderly transition to a new conservative. Oh, okay. No so, Britney's not going to be left to her own devices. It's going to be someone else taking over from yeah. here. Well, I think she was all set to like win them court cases. The only thing that held her back was the the breakdown she had? Do you remember the breakdown? Was it like in two thousand nine or something when she shaved mm. her head? Yeah, yeah. And she like tried to, like I think she like tried to write over all the rights to her music to her boyfriend at the time. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she did something like that. I I I might be talking about my ass on that, but I know I know with the meltdown that was one of the main things that kind of stopped her from actually just flying through this whole like court procedure. Yeah. Um. No. No timetable has been given for Mr. Spurs withdrawing from the agreement. Uh. Yeah. Um. Spurs said that the control over her life has stretched to taking medication against her will, being prevented from uh prevent from getting married or having a child. And describes the arrangement as humiliating and abusive in court. The legal team filled the okay. So it seems like I did it. I don't know if the court, Mr. Spores, continues to serve dutifully, and he is not, he should not be suspected, uh, suspended or removed, and certainly not based on false allegations. 
the failing set. Okay. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on the, the situation. You wonder who our new conservative is going to be. Hmm. Well, say actually, there's a podcast I listen to a lot, and you listen to the Art and Jacob do America. Um, I actually guested on them back in I don't know a few months ago, but they yeah. did a whole episode on Britney Spears recently and the whole free Britney movement, and they kind of go into into depth about that. So, if you if the listeners do want to hear more about that, go over and have listened to Art and Jacob do America, and go back hey, to find their Britney I- Spears episode. Um, yeah, I listened to that episode. It was a deadly episode. You heard it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just so yeah, they did the research on it and stuff. More than what we did anyway. <laughs> oh, we don't do research nah. on this podcast. Who needs it? Well you do. Small bit. Well, I leave it up to you. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. But um I suppose I just start, I just show up. Yeah, nice look. No worries, man. Um I suppose we we'll, we'll go on to our, our main talking point that we didn't actually mention at the start of the episode. Um, we want to talk about music distribution, how it's done, how it works. And um, I suppose if you're a musician and you don't know how to get your music out there, this might help you. But if you're not a musician, you're like a casual music listener, this might kind of give you a, an insight, an appreciation of how things work nowadays, at least. Because when you go back to... 20 years ago, you had record labels and they'd have a band signed and the band would go into the studio, record their, their masters, the, you know, the final files, uh, which the record p- label would pay for studio time, but that would be as an advance, which is an advance is like, here, we've just signed Keenan now. I'm going to give Keenan 20,000 euro. That's your advance. You go and pay for studio time out of that and other things as well. And then the masters are then given to the record company. The record company look after the, um, the, you know, the duplication, CD duplication and getting it out of stores and promotion and so on and so on. But nowadays, in this digital internet age, uh, most musicians can actually do it themselves. And that's what I've been doing. So Keenan's been doing a lot of independent musicians such as ourselves have been doing it this way. And um, so you have the, the, the services um, of the like uh, DistroKid, like TuneCore, CD Baby, a few other ones as well. And these are like um, distribution services where you can basically pay to upload your music and upload it to one place. And then from there, they will then send it off to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Amazon, wherever it is going. Um, and it's, it's obviously, it opens up the world to musicians nowadays, which has its pros and its cons. But um, Keenan, like what's, what, what has your experience been with your own <clears throat> musical distribution? Well, yeah, I use this show, Kid. And um, pull your microphone to you a bit there. I think you're, you're going off axis. There we go. There I go. use DistroKid. Um, and yeah, I find it fine. Like, um, it's pretty easy. They just basically have um, a time frame. If you want things up on a certain day, you need to make sure that you put them up at least like four weeks before things are released. 
and there's a lot of extra things involved um, with DistroKid. They added like cool uh, canvases and videos that you can use to promote your stuff. So mm. it's really good. Um, canvases, of course, is um, it's a little 15 second, second loop of video that you can add to your song. So if you open up the song in the app, the little video is playing. As your song yeah, um, in this in like in the Spotify app, let's say. Yeah, that is a I mean like canvases as in like just pictures that um yeah, pictures that you can upload on your social media. But that canvases thing was added to Spotify for artists. Mm. Uh, and the young and you can add the little video behind, which is deadly like. Yeah. But um they all have their pros and cons. Like uh C D Baby is very American. But with every release, they give you a barcode, so you can yeah. like it's easier to um get like sales on like fucking <clears throat> on stores and stuff like that. Um, so there's that. There's um, Ditto Kid or Ditto Kid plus Ditto Kid, Ditto Music. Yeah. Uh, they have like a Fion uses them. Oh yeah. I'm feeling like being uh, another member of the old Soul Collective. That's yeah. the one, yeah. Yeah. So Fjorn uh, did a interview, and I think we talked a bit about it when he was on the podcast. But he did a project in college, basically going through all the distro distribution companies and kind of seeing who was the best kind of, you know, best kind of um, plan and what you get with it. He said Ditto Music is the best. Um, I just haven't moved over because I don't know how it is but in terms of moving songs that you upload mm. in one place onto another. It's possible. I think it's a bit of a process, sorry, right, but it's possible. It is a process and I just haven't been asked doing it yet. So yeah. I'm kind of... But um, Ditto Kid have a cool thing where when you pre-save, which if anyone's listening don't know what pre-saving is, is basically saving the song into your library <laughs> before it's out. It's super helpful. And you always hear artists pushing it because basically Spotify, um, you mad the window. Spotify basically, um, so they keep an eye on pre-save, save. Can you fuck off with it? <laughs> <laughs> She's sticking on Facebook. Look, Spotify, um, keeps track of pre-save links and. If they see you doing a lot of pre-saves, they go, this is going to be a really, really good song. And they put it up onto the algorithmic, uh, sorry, the editorial playlist, which it, once you get on one of them, you're laughing because, you know, they have a lot of listeners and stuff. Yeah. So there's that. Um, Ditto Music lets you pre-save to a playlist, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's, a, that's interesting, yeah. So, like, with Fionn's Yoke, like, when... I was coming out, I just pre-saved that straight to the also collector playlist. So it was grand. It was fucking it was helpful. So um so basically uh Yeah, and there's a load of them there. Um it's an easy process. It just there's money involved. But um we were talking up as we said, we said this in like a couple of episodes ago about the whole um you know the fucking pirating war that happened when basically yeah. we loved it because music was soup was free but yeah. that destroyed the like financial stability of music and it destroyed yeah. like P- destroyed how much the, music the, the value that people hold on music 
And yeah, yeah. so Spotify, Distro, uh, Di- uh, um, Deezer, that was a big one. Um, and a few of them, they all popped up and said, well, we're going to give a bit of money and we're going to keep all this music in this space. So they kind of saved the music industry in a way. But yeah. then obviously there's the new argument of making no financial gain from it. Gives of an artist and like I think I seen a post the other day. If you buy someone's album on Bandcamp, you pay the full money to get an album. Mm-hmm. It actually works out. It's like you like on average most artists would have to get like it'd be like two years of streams just to get the same amount of money as like one yeah. sale. Like it's ridiculous. So even that's why when artists put up like a song for a euro on a different distribution service that would download. Like to get that euro, you're going to have to be like getting like, well, how many streams? Uh, t- give or take a thousand streams. Yeah, give or take. Give like or that. take. So it's hard you to boy, say because each service kind of play, pays different amount. Yeah. Thousand approx. So you got that. And then you go on to fucking like, um, like fucking making CDs and stuff like that, which yeah, I've made a few CDs, but I make them in my, uh, you know, the old fashioned rip. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. rip it onto a fucking disc. Cause, yeah, because I've I've <laughs> gone the, I suppose, professional route for my first album. I did the CD duplication Ireland. I think is the name of the service I used, and um, I you know I printed off maybe a hundred CDs. With a nice case, and actually, I haven't got one to hand right now. But um, yeah, professionally produced, you know, professionally ripped, um, professional-looking CD, and probably cost me like three hundred fifty, four hundred euro for those hundred CDs. And sure, I still have a lot of them sitting there. So you know what I mean? It's kind of it doesn't pay it to make CDs anymore. It's a nice thing to do, but any Mac, it's hard to shift them. <laughs> <clears throat> That's it, like. I think back in the day, you know, CDs and vinyls and sort of, they were the go-to for music. If you wanted to yeah. hear a song, you listened to it. Nowadays, the more, like vinyls are collector's things and CDs are impulse buys. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time I would buy a CD is if I'm supporting someone. Yeah. If it's signed or if I'm at a gig and I'm like, well, you know, maybe the support band is really good and I'll pick up yeah. their CD. Yeah. You know, but like it long used gone to be. are the days where you go into the local CD shop. Like I used to go when I was a kid, like when I was a teenager, every Saturday went into my local BPM as we had down here in Wexford or the Golden Discs or you had, you know, these different Hell shops. Golden Discs. Yeah. And you just go clicking through the, clicking through the, um, which we call them. They had CDs on the shelf or whatever. And I even knew, I actually used to work in the Virgin Megastore in Athlone. Do you remember them at all? Virgin Megastore. They're long gone now. I think they turned into Zavi. Z-A-V-V-I. And then they just disappeared. It's like okay. HMV. Kind of an equivalent. Yeah. And I used to work in there as well. I used to, you know, stock the shelves with CDs and stuff. I, I loved it at the time. It was great. But um, long gone are those days now um, where you could discover a CD Um like I remember pulling up a, a Pantera CD. I was like, what the hell is this? This is cool. It's like a tenor. 
I'll try it. I'll, you know, I'll pick it up. I'll give it a go. Pen the tenor on it. And I brought it home. I loved it. It's like my new favorite, favorite new band kind of thing. You know what I mean? And you just can't, you, you, don't, you don't do that anymore. Uh, but you just kind of quickly scroll through Spotify and play a song for 10 seconds and that, ah, don't like that, move on kind of thing. You know? We have like this inbuilt expectation that's much higher than it used to be. Like it's like it's like video games as well. Like mm. you know when you bought a game because it was cheap, and now even if the game is free, you will like Google a review and look at yeah. gameplay footage before you download it. Will I waste my hard drive space and my time on this free game? And my time and hard drive space, yeah. <laughs> Same with CD. Yeah. And like I used to do that like probably about, haven't done in a while because uh, this is back when I was in school. And I was walking, uh, I was walking at uh, like nine to five. So I was getting a bit more money then. And I had nothing to spend on. So I used to go into shops, music shops every week. And I'd go to the second hand section. Mm. Um, the I would start there. Or yeah, yeah, I would yeah, start yeah. there maybe. If I got nothing there, I would then go on and have a look um, in the full price section. <clears throat> but I'd go... There was a place in town called Freebird. It's called the Secret Record Store Shop. And it's like down just like a one tiny door off, um, I believe it's uh, way closely from the down there. And you go down and there's like a stairway up to a therapist office. And there's a donut place. And then there's like this old book and record store right at the back. And yeah. You go in, you just root and you find some. And I yeah, always went like, rooting, yeah. you know, you know, the the band. Yeah. Yeah. Bob I, Dylan's backup band. Yeah, yeah. I found them through having a really, really cool art, artwork on a vinyl. And, was, yeah. and it was like a tenor. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. That looks That's deadly. A, the artwork. That was like, wow, that looks cool. I might give this a, a shot. <laughs> I never heard of this band before. The art looks, looks cool. <laughs> might let's see what the music is. That's, that's, that's it. a lost art now. Oh, fucking gone. Um, was, we were talking about uh, your man from Oasis, was it? Noel Gallagher. He was, he was talking recently about how he was coming home to his kids and he had a, an envelope under his, his uh, you know, under his arm and the kids go, what's that, daddy? This is the artwork for the latest album that we're doing. What's that? What's the artwork? <laughs> and just, do you know that little tiny square you see on your, your Spotify app? That yoke there. We have had board meetings about we've spent like a hundred grand on and it's this tiny little square that you fucking you see on your app now and they're like, what's the, what's the point in that? <laughs> you know? So it's completely lost nowadays. <laughs> Unless you buy a, a nice vinyl, you have a big square with the artwork on it and you, you appreciate it, but the appreciation well, like, is friendly. It all, it started with like <clears throat> vinyl back in the day. Like it's all being slowly but surely deconstructed. So it used to be, in my eyes, the final you had. Yeah, first of all, the, the deciding on how the songs were laid out was based on two things. Story and it, like, like the creative process of how you want to lay it out. And like the instruments involved. Because, you know, if you have bass, too much bass in the first track of the vinyl, it will jump out a needle. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> you have to adjust that. More bassy tracks go more in the middle of the vinyl. Okay. 
and then then the artwork, you know, Yes. It's like, you know, I do that shit. No, it's like Spotify is like, you put it in order of how you like the songs. Well, who gives a fuck anyway? Because people aren't going to listen to it in the order. You, they're going to hit no. shuffle. Shuffle or add to a playlist. Or add to the playlist. Listen to I the like first this. 30 seconds, if you're lucky. <laughs> and then the artwork means nothing. So artworks yeah. are getting more and more dumbed down. That breaks me heart. Because I, I love sitting there and like listening to a vinyl and like looking at the artwork and being kind of like, you know, reading up on it. And it's a great <laughs> vinyl from Towns Van Zandt. Um, um, what was it called? I think it was self-titled or it could have been like, like a Summer Thursday, I think it was called. And it's like a portrait of him and it's just like one side is light and the other side is darkened and mm. it's like I read a book about it and there's like fucking six or seven pages in the book just explaining the process that they went at the time like Towns was very he was hopeful but hopeless and they were two sides of him like that shiny side the glasses clean cut looked well and that's the side that he was but the side everyone's seeing was this darkened uh, like kind of a fucking drug abuse or kind of like really on edge of every of life kind of thing and it was like yeah. this really interesting story about how like the artwork came to be yeah and nowadays it's just like I'll just take a picture of something and put it up there it doesn't really matter like mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you have like SoundCloud which is even fucking worse yeah because like SoundCloud just doesn't show your artwork unless you really fucking look for it like yeah it's a bastard mm-hmm. to find <laughs> so oh, I don't know it's yeah it's ah, look, we've uh, yeah it was, it, this episode has been kind of like old man two old men shouts at clouds <laughs> fuck you Spotify uh, give me my vinyls back but like I think Spotify I think this is something that and I might even email them <clears throat> for the shit thing but it some really simple thing that they can add in <laughs> make it to where if you click on the artwork it blows up and you can Full zoom screen. in oh yes yeah, yeah yeah. you can zoom in to be mm. look at it yeah I was just going to think that a back, yeah, absolutely. You flick it, the thing spins, and mm. you can flip it around. Maybe, maybe look at the liner notes. Remember those? <laughs> line, yeah, there you go. Pictures of the band, lyrics, all that kind of stuff. Little, the little um, envelopes. Yeah, everything that was kind of stuff. Like, as long as they have a, a place for artists to upload it, they can. These should be able to. They can do that. That's that, and just if even if you don't want to make it too simple for for or too too complicated. Because I know they don't like to work hard. <laughs> all they need to do is put in where you can front. Uh, that's all we need for starters. 
zoom into the front there yeah. and be able to actually zoom into it, look close, look at press. <laughs> you know, and I think it, number one, it will give people more of appreciation for that work. And number two, it will make artists cop on and realize that they really need to put time into artwork. Because you have artists that put things up on Spotify and then you see them put up the actual artwork and it's like really pixelated because it's not the right like pixel depth oh, yeah, and width. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're like, I don't care, it's on Spotify, you can't see it. But it's like, if you if, if you make it to where I can actually see it, they're going to be like, oh shit, I should really put an effort into actually making it half decent. Like so. Mm. I think we'll... Uh... Slide into the page, Patreon. So we'll, oh. we'll draw close to this episode. We're reaching the hour mark there now. So we'll uh, we'll slide into the page, as we say. Slide and, in, uh, and uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll say goodbye for now before Keenan says something else. Demented <laughs> 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 head looking on him. Um, but yeah, thanks very li- for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll have a few uh, interesting guests coming up soon uh, we'll say no more for right now but um, please do get in touch with us if you're listening this far you're a soldier <laughs> thanks very much I don't know why I said soldier you're, you're great thank you very much and uh, do let us know what you want to hear us talk about in the future if you, if you do like us talking at all and, <laughs> uh, or you just want to tell us to shut up whatever it's up to you let us know anyway get in contact with us uh, comment us on the old Facebook uh, Instagram the Art Saddle Podcast and uh, of course, if you want to listen to the crap that we want to talk now for the next half an hour or 40 minutes, go over to our Patreon and you get the yeah. f- bonus episodes over there. One um, euro a month. That's it. For four extra episodes. Exactly. Well, I think it was like three episodes this month because we, we kind of missed the week. But <laughs> sure. You're an awful salesman. Like, come on, like, fuck's sake. This is your Patreon as well as mine. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. not trying to throw me under the bus. Ah, okay, okay. <clears throat> but, but we will, uh, we'll try to make a bonus, bonus episode or maybe do something, I don't know, something fun. Maybe. Yeah, um, let us know what may, you'd like to hear from yeah, us. Yeah, you know, Copper might give you some previews on the Patreon of the new projects he's working on. Yeah. You never know. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that, I suppose, over on the Patreon. Yeah, there you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. But for now, I think we'll say goodbye and we'll talk to you next week. And that's a goodbye for me. And for me, thank you for letting us uh, be balls deep in your ears. Uh, All the best. And we'll chat to you next week. Chat to you next week. Good luck.